Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Love Island Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It's great to be back. We're in week two of Love Island, and as we predicted, things are hotting up a bit. So where do you want to start today? Um, I think we'll just have to try and finish off this Connor Connor Sophie triangle, or if there is such a thing as a triangle, Dave, if you don't mind. Um, what have you thought about what's been going on with M3? Well, so so at the recoupling last week, we had uh, Connor, kind of little Connor, sort of saying, "Oh, he feels he's been snaked out." And I think I said, "I I assume he's he's directing that at Sophie, even though she hasn't really. You can't do anything if someone picks you. You just you just go with it. That's the game, isn't it?" But no, we saw kind of the out or the aftermath of that, and he was speaking to the other lads and saying, "You know, he feels sneaked out by." Uh, by other Connor, Connor with a G, Big Connor, whatever you want to call him. Um, but I never saw him tell him that to his face. <laughs> no, no, I so didn't. So I, I think it was it was interesting because there were lots of things emanating out from that kind of ground zero uh, place, weren't there? So I think uh, little Connor, just man up, get on with it. You know, that is the fucking game. He he seems to feel hard done by that he's on this game show called Love Island and someone's, in his words, nicked his bird. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, let me just say about that, Dave. Now, come on. As soon as he said it, me and Sam are sat and she just went, and that's exactly why she's not going to be with you because (laughs) he went, fucking bird, tweet, tweet. Obviously... I know men say it, I've probably said it myself in the past, but it's, it's totally disrespectful, Dave, to uh, women and ladies in general. It's just, it's an old saying from 60s and 70s, isn't it? Me bird, me bird. It's like, oh, come on. And when he was saying it, I was cringing, going, mate, no wonder you've not got anybody. It's such a, a, a bad word. And not horrendous, but, you know, just, I just find it so disrespectful in this day and age. And I, I, tell, I tell you what, though, Dave, full credit to Sophie and Shauna, called out Mike, 101, yep. 100%. Because I think what Sophie said, or it might have been Shauna said, he thinks he's like a bit like the fucking Don. You know, like he's, he's sat there because he's coupled up and he's untouchable. Like he can offer this advice. And I've got to give Sophie credit. We saw a bit of fire off of Dave. And I, I like yep. that because I thought she's not having any messing off him. Absolutely. And, and I said last week, I quite like Sophie. You know, out of all of them at the minute, I think I warmed to her the most. Um, but I just couldn't understand why does she keep, you know, ignoring all these red flags from little, little Connor. But to actually, you know, muscle into that conversation, I must admit, I mean, I, I'm undecided on Mike. I know you said you think he's a good guy. I, I'm, I don't know. I, I need to see more. But he was being a bit of a tool there. I mean, fair play. You know, he's, he's speaking directly to Connor with a G. You know, but but I found what he was saying just bollocks, watery bollocks. You know, he was going on. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have gone about it a different way. You're on fucking Love Island for fuck's sake. What what way? Do, do, have we ever seen it where basically, you know, do they put the cards on the table before the recoupling and and basically just say, look, mate, if I go first, I'm going to select you know Sophie. Yes. He's not going to come and say that, is he? But 
the new blokes, they get the pick. Fucking deal with it, Connor, and fucking deal with it, Mike. Well, actually, Dave, I am going to agree with you, Mike, because I've slightly gone off him. And I do think you're right. I think a couple of the emails we've had about people saying he's a bit too smooth. I think he knew exactly what he was going to say. And let's be honest, until Sophie called him out, he had no intention of going and saying something to Connor. It's only because she caught the back end of a conversation that she called him out and he thought, yeah. oh, shit, I need to go and fucking sort myself out here because I'll be in Mumble. My, my good guy persona, he's been... So I, I'm with you on that. I, I'm not warming to him as I once was. I thought he was a good guy. He might prove to be the voice of reason or whatever, but to me, his loyalty towards little Connor is ridiculous. And I've got to say, I, I always, and we have across all our series that we've done, Dave, at the podcast against, you know, Australia, US one, and I've slated the different voiceover people and Ian Sterling's like the pinnacle, but I don't know whether you picked up on a line that had me laughing. When they were around the uh, the pit, wherever it is, where they're all sat there. And mm-hmm. obviously, he had to pick Shanice, didn't he? Who we do need to talk about. Um, oh, Ian, Ian Sterling's comment about, I'm not surprised when you've got someone dressed like he's going fishing. He had like an <laughs> El- Elmer Fudd fucking body warmer on, didn't he? Like so you see in a cartoon. Oh, <laughs> waiting for him to have like his fucking tackle, his rods and stuff out the top of his... Uh, pocket there and that it was ridiculous like a, a packet of maggots in his pocket all right dickhead i'm thinking if they've got you <laughs> it's a classic outfit name it was just like totally out of place and i know like a lot of the lads wear them half mashed pants and everything but when i saw it i was like what the fuck are you wearing it's no wonder sophie's <laughs> eyes are moving the other way you look ridiculous I, I, I'm not sure. I, I've got a nagging doubt that she's still going to go back to him. I don't know why. Because to me, you've got Connor with a G, right? He's this six foot two, strapping, beefy, beautiful specimen of a man. And then you've got this little ton- Connor with his fucking stupid, sticky out teeth. And, and I just <laughs> I can't see it. Why do you keep going back to him? But it was nice to see them spend a bit of time. But honestly, when he's kind of, when little Connor's just (laughs) sat there watching over and he just looks a bit sad and pathetic. I'm just waiting for, you know, all by myself to play. (laughs) (laughs) What, against a a wet window or something like in friends? (laughs) friends, but no, he, he sort of. I don't know what it is about him. He just, I mentioned the in-betweeners before, but Will from the in-betweeners when he's just pulling a face or something, it, it just, it just seemed like him to me. And, and I, I hope Sophie just doesn't look back now. And I actually think by, you know, some of Mike's actions, cause, and I, I have to say, I don't think it was really an apology. He said it was an apology, but he still sort of gets in the dig there about, you know, I, I think, I thought you should have done it a different way. I, and I hate that. What way? What exactly would you suggest? And, and you see it over <laughs> and over with this, don't Maybe you? Maybe text, people, Dave. <laughs> yeah, people are very critical about it. But, you know, when they're doing it, it's fine. So, no, I, I think their actions might actually drive Sophie to, to make sure that she does give Connor with a G a, a proper chance. Yeah, and and you're right. I mean, what other way does Love Island offer for you to do it other than him getting into bed with the two of them and pushing little Connor out and going, right, son, you've had your time on your way. 
it's the, that's fucking Love Island. Has he never watched it before? He, he, I'm sorry that we keep going on about him, but every episode, he does something else where you're like, you are a fucking idiot. You know, he's an absolute dick. But Dave, talking about dicks, there's a person that's gone under the radar for both of us, and I know you <laughs> might get into this. Connor couldn't be paired up with someone any better because this Shanice is a nasty piece of work in my eyes. I've watched her, tried to gauge a bit of a perspective on her. Is she nice? Is she not? Is she just fiery? She's a dickhead. And I don't like the way she is. She has a really, really high opinion of herself. And there's nothing wrong with that, believing in yourself and believing in, you know, whatever you want to be. If you have that self-belief, great. I know a lot of people who are successful, it comes across as an arrogance, but they know. There's just something about her. and I just don't think, she, at times, her personality does her no favours whatsoever. No. I, I, we've seen a few times now. It, it kind of jarred with me. So, so last week, and I can't remember if I called it out on the show, but she was saying, oh, I like, I like the red hot chilli pepper as I do. You know, but then couldn't decide if they were a metal band or not. You know, and clearly just doesn't know what she's talking about. They're a fucking funk band and, you know... Uh, I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> and they're just yeah. calling her a metal band utterly just shows to me that you've just, you think you're being a bit cool, you know, and uh, I don't know, a bit bohemia maybe. I, I, don't, I think she's just full of shit. But her behavior tonight where she's like, she was expecting to be picked, you know, and she was pretty nasty about, it. you know, I'm stood there like a dickhead. It's not the Chili Peppers. We all know you fucking love the Wurzels. <laughs> so fucking... <laughs> Have a glass of cider, fucking calm yourself down, and stop being so horrible. The way she absolutely gave Naz both barrels last week was pretty horrible. But then to be so fucking self-important and entitled that you're just like, well, I put in a bit of grafting. I like him. I thought he was going to pick me. And then just openly fucking speak to all the other girls about it. You know, about, oh, hell yeah, I'm pissed off. Like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's just it's a horrible trait and I don't see she's obviously you know she's physically attractive on the surface she can pull off a couple of conversations where she pretends to be nice but no I, I, I went right off her not not that I was ever on her well, train. Dave, that might be a different <laughs> show, but anyway. <laughs> I was not on that train to start off with. I should put it that way, shouldn't I? But, um, yeah, I, I thought that was pretty despicable, to be honest. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm totally with you. I, I, I think she deserves to be voted off first with this uh, little Connor. And also, Dave, we got a bit of a kiss, didn't we? We had um, Finley was talking to Paige, put it on her, like, bit of a bit of, she's like, you're putting it on me, yeah? And then, then she made me love you, she went, don't be going back there, Bertie Big Bollocks. Next minute, she's like, well, let me put it on me to all the girls. I'm thinking, hello. <laughs> and then obviously he showed him he was doing it with the lads as well. But it's like, I don't get it. But, but it was nice. They look like they've got a connection. Do you know what I mean? I think they're very well suited, to be honest, Dave. So that, that's like a bit of a, a blossoming relationship. And I think as well, the more I watched Sean, and obviously Sean and Callum, she was giving him digs because the eldest he slept with was 41 when he was 21. Um, Sounds like someone who was in her prime to me. <laughs> well, I'm 41, Dave, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but you right. It's, it's, it's one of them when you were younger. I don't know about you, but if I was like 19, 20, I'm like, and there's some uh, mature, well, it's not even mature, it's our age, Dave, the prime of the life, shall we say, as you've just said, uh, <laughs> was interested, then 
you'd be absolutely buzzing, wouldn't you? I don't think she was going, well, when she was 21, you was a baby. Her kids are probably in your class. I'm like, wow, you are overthinking this 101. It's not like he was, you know, underage or anything. It's, he was an adult. She's an adult. Get over it. That's it. But she's like, I'm not bothered, you know, I'm not bothered. And then obviously they did have a kiss and they're like, I don't understand that conversation at all. What does it matter? I, I don't know. Like you say, when you when you're that age, you think by the time you're you're forty, you're sort of ready to draw your pension. Don't you? <laughs> All life's ambitions have been and gone. You, you know, so forty seems like so far away. And so uh, she was obviously put out a little bit by it. But um, yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think they'll they'll get over it pretty quickly. I think. I've got a story to share. I'm sorry, but it's, oh. it's, on, it's on the lines of the Callum story. So I remember years ago, around about this age, and the reason I, I brought this up as well, it, it is a little story that happened to me. So in Manchester, there is a bar, you might have seen it, Dave, when you lived in Manchester, called The Ritz. Um, it's actually a music venue now, but years ago it was synonymous for the bouncy floor, the wooden like gym floor, um, it was basically, as you used to call it, part of what I used to say, you used to grab a granny night in Manchester, right? So you could go there and you'd get an age group from all ages. Now, pre my beautiful wife, Samantha, because I knew know she's going to be listening to this, Dave, and hopefully I've told her the story. Um, me and <laughs> I, her, so too. I do as well. It could be short-lived. But me and um, my wife's brother, who were very good friends since we were kids, um, we went out with all our mates and we end up in the Ritz because a lot of the lads couldn't get into the clubs because they didn't look 18. Um, and I, was, I think it was about 19, so like that, 18, 19. And Sam's brother, who's a good looking lad, always had the shirt open, Dave, thinking he was, uh, you know, Peter Andre, six pack and all that. Always got the girls. Tom Jones. Well, <laughs> yeah, he had the chest there. So he always, he always got the girls. And I remember him coming over to us, these three or four of us, and he went, and in my eyes, I'm thinking of Callum, and I'm thinking, he's got with someone who looks like Liz Early. You know, someone like that, really uh, sexy, but, you know, rich, still a beautiful one. You're sort of thinking yeah. along them lines, aren't you, Dave? And he come over, and he went, right, lads, I've got the, I've, I've copped off here. I'm going back to their hotel room. So we were all like, oh, you jammy bug. You know, we're ready to go home. It's freezing in the middle of Manchester, about eight or nine of us. And he grabs me, and he went, come on, you coming or what? And I was like, why would I want to come? Is there something going on? He went, no, no, no. She's sharing with a mate. I need you to look after a mate. So I'm thinking, oh my word, I've not even had to do anything. You know what I mean? I'm not had to pull out some bad dance moves or anything like that. Or, you know, um, she's not had to take her glasses off. So I looked attractive. I'm thinking, right, here we go. Happy days. Yeah, Dave. So I'm picturing, what, about 20 years ago? I'm thinking Liz Early, you know, uh, maybe Pamela Anderson. Jennifer Aniston, I had a big thing for in the 90s, Dave. I'm picturing Pavarotti, but <laughs> go on, where's this going? <laughs> she looked like fucking Gonzo off the Muppets. I was like, oh and I'm not, word. I'm not, I am not. I Coming mate. from you. Exactly, it's such a minos, eh? Yeah, steady. Uh, but genuinely, I remember looking at it and going, are you fucking serious? And we had a massive fight, like a big kickoff. He went, I can't believe I'd do it for you, mate. I went, you fucking wouldn't. And we left him and he was so disappointed. He had to come back with us. He never forgive us, Dave. <laughs> Look, he's taking one for what the sort team, What wingman are you? Well, Dave, he's taking one for the team. And then he's playing Russian roulette with a loaded gun, Dave. It doesn't happen. I'm sorry. It was just like... No. And anyway, that's my sharing story for today. Sam, if you're listening, I love you dearly, my dear. Okay, Dave, carry on. <laughs> that's very good. You know, just as you were telling that story, though, I just, 
I've just looked. So Jennifer Aniston, she is uh, 50. Yep. Right. So, so in this game, you know, if you were to have been lucky enough, you know, if, you, if you'd have coupled up with Jennifer Aniston at some point and then it flashes up, oh, you know, the oldest person was 50, you know, would she be even more repulsed than that? You know, a 41-year-old, but fucking Jennifer Aniston, are you fucking kidding me? Exactly. <laughs> She's still absolutely gorgeous. It does not mean anything. So, no. you know, I, I think she, Shauna is a bit bothered by it. I think, though... Like I say, I think they'll just get over it. So they've they've had their bit of a wobble. I actually see them going from strength to strength now, yeah. unless someone makes a massive play for Callum. But I think because of what would happen with the twins, I, again, I do see them growing, um, and, and I think it will it will become difficult for him now to to change until Casa Amor, of course. I was just about to say that. And obviously we have got the a little bit of a preview. We have got a new girl coming in, the Geordie, doing the old classic line, I'm coming in to take all your men. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. You're going to come in, create a little bit of a buzz. The lads are going to come running over. A couple of, I mean, Nass is the one who, uh, who, just, who should be really getting in there. I feel a bit sorry for him, Dave. He's a nice lad, isn't he? But he's just like... Every fucker friend zone him, even the lads are friend zoning him as well. You know, it's just like <laughs> Jess is doing his hair. <laughs> I know, <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, I tell you what, though, I've got to say, I was pissing myself. So when when Fingy left the twin, uh, Evie left, and yep. you've got Jess there, and they're all there hugging and all the oh, girls, and then he come in, didn't he? And he was like. Wow, you are actually trying your best to try and sleaze onto her, but not sleaze onto her by saying, you're going to be the arm around her that she needs. You'll be there, the shoulder to cry on. And it come across so cringe with it. I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck off, mate. Just leave her alone. It's proper David Brand. And it, oh. and it was Shauna. And again, she could have chose different words, you know, something like, oh, fuck off. But, you know, she just said, like, kind of having a bit of a girl moment here. So, you know, in other words, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got no kind of awareness of what's going on around him. So um, That's brilliant. No, I, I I like him to be honest. I do. I think he's going a bit like Anton, where initially I wasn't sure, but I do like him. He's a really nice lad. So Dave, the end of a great show again. Um, if you want to contact the show at Love Island Cast on Twitter, or if you want to email us, and please get the emails in. We love reading them out. The Love Island Cast at Gmail dot com. Now, Dave, I believe you've got something to lead us out with today in relation to our good friend Shanice. Yeah, well, obviously Shanice is feeling a little bit hard done by. And so, you know, again, I've called her out. There's no way that she's into the chili peppers. I don't believe it. She's just trying to be cool. So, you know, admit it that you're into the Wurzels. And all I'll say is, don't look back in anger. Slip inside the eye of your mind. Don't you know you might find better place to play you said that you never been but all things that you've seen slowly fade away so i'll start a revolution from my bed oh could you set the brains oh yeah it went to my head step outside summertime